0: This episode of Keeping It Real is brought to you by Showami. Showami is the fastest, easiest, and most reliable way to get buyers into homes without you being the one to show it. Now we've all had situations where clients wanted to see properties at the most inconvenient time or in a location that was difficult for us to show. Now there's an easy way to find another licensed agent who will show the home on your behalf for a small fee. You keep the client, you keep the commission, you keep your commitments. Now Xiaomi is truly the Uber for real Realtors, connecting busy Realtors with local agents who have time to show your clients the properties they want without taking any part of your commission. And if you'd like to be one of Showami's featured agents that Realtors can hire to have you help with their showings, you can sign up on their website at no cost. So whether you're an agent who wants some help with showings or you're an agent that wants to make some money helping doing showings, Showami is the app to use. Install Showami on Apple or Android devices or simply visit their website at shawami.com that's s-h-o-w-a-m-i.com s-h-o-w-a-m-i.com to learn more and now on to our episode to Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I'm your guide and host through the show. And today we have our monthly series, which is called... um, Oh, I'm so sorry, Chris. I just lost our thought. I'm going to do a take two here for everyone (laughs) watching live. Uh, Sometimes that happens. Here we go. Once three, two, one. Welcome to Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris and I am your guide and host through the show. Today is our monthly series called Closing Time with Chris Lincel from The Close. Now, this is a partnership between Keeping It Real and TheClose.com. And let me tell you about The Close. Now, close.com is the kind of real estate website designed to give agents, teams and brokerages actionable strategic insight from industry professionals they cover real estate marketing lead generation technology and team building strategies from the perspective of working agents and brokers who want to take their business to the next level now please visit the closes the close.com. That's theclose.com that's t h e c l o s e.com and read their articles, subscribe to their newsletter. Also check out The Close Pro, which is their subscription-based uh, platform, which we'll also mention here shortly. Um, but with us as always is Chris Lincel. He is a staff writer and real estate coach for The Close. Uh, Chris is The Close's resident expert on real estate topics ranging from marketing, lead gen, transactional best practices, and everything in between. He's a licensed agent in the state of Michigan. Chris has been part of hundreds of transactions from modest rural starter homes to massive waterside compounds. Um, He also is a real estate coach, and he is constantly working with teams and individuals and top producers to help everyone grow their production. But when he isn't writing or helping coaching agents, you will find Chris fly fishing or performing on the stage of his community theaters production.
1: Uh, Chris, welcome once again to keeping it real. We're excited to have you. DJ. It's time to talk about real estate. I've been looking forward to this all week long. And uh, yeah, I, th- I think you're going to get an earful today because I- I'm a little fired up getting ready to-, to take a trip, cover a conference. And I'm just so jazzed to be talking to people about real estate. You're going to get the front end of-, of all this fire today. I hope you're ready for
0: me. We are. We are ready. And we should mention that the, as this is being recorded, and it probably will happen after this is released, but Chris is gearing up to speak at Inman Connect, which is actually coming up in just a few days, um, which is a big honor. and And we're very proud uh, to to be affiliated with Chris because um, obviously he is is a well as a renowned speaker and not only is he doing that but this will this will come out in time. If you won't do want to meet Chris in person, uh, he will also be at the National Association of Realtor conference this November um, and in San Diego. And I will also be there just walking around. I don't get to speak, uh, but Chris does get to speak, and so he's going to be there. And he would love to say hi to you um, if you are a fan of theclothes.com and you absolutely should be because all their articles are amazing. Um definitely consider uh saying hi to Chris if you're at the, the NARA conference this uh this November.
1: Yeah totally and if you're an East Coaster and you don't want to make it out. If you're in New York, New Jersey, or Pennsylvania, come to Triple Play in Atlantic City. It's going to be in December. I'm going to be doing two uh, presentations there. One of them is going to be for continuing education. So not only can you check something off your list, you can also listen to the Bearded Wonder kind of rattle on about stuff for a while. So come take a look. I'm, I'm excited to talk to everybody. I'm excited to talk to you today, DJ. What are we going to talk about today? So... Um, we are going to talk about a couple of things and I, by the way, I really need to give Chris the credit
0: for all three of these topics because he always comes prepared. Um, so if you are considering going to watch him speak, uh, if you, if you saw him speak this year at Inman, which again, by the time you hear this, he will have already done so, or, uh, over at triple play. Or at NAR, um, this is why we love having him because he always brings right contact. So we really had three things that that Chris uh, was had a, on his brain, um, and he has uh, some insight into all three. I'll hopefully prod him with some questions. But we'll, we'll really we have three things. We'll just start with the first one now, which is pretty big news. I don't know that it's got as much press in the agent community as I sort of thought it would. I, I certainly. I'm sort of in my own little silo here, sit at a desk all day, Not, but I do communicate with realtors every single day. We have 800 of them here at our own company. And I really don't hear people talking about this, which is a bit surprising. Um, but big news around Zillow, which is they have paused uh, temporarily, we believe for now, their iBuying program through the end of 2021. So just a couple of months here pausing. This is a big shift for them. And I, I you know, i um I haven't really been paying attention to the chatter on some of the online forums that realtors frequent to sort of get a sense of what their thoughts are, but let's talk about what's going on and maybe some uh, ideas of why
1: we think it might be happening. Yeah. So, so this is important. This is an important story and not enough people are talking about it and almost nobody is talking about it in the correct context as far as I'm (laughs) concerned. So here's just a quick bit of insight. Um, you know, if you're not, if you're not hip to the I buying program, essentially uh, Zillow is buying uh, properties. They do kind of forced appreciation, forced improvement on there. Then they resell them. They collect a fee on, you know, any opportunity they have to collect a fee, if, uh, you know, like we all do. Uh, Zillow, love them or hate them, is like so deep into this industry on so many different levels. It just makes sense that this was a natural step for them. Um, so, Uh, There are a lot of folks who are feeling uh, kind of perplexed, a little concerned that Zillow is pausing this because they think maybe this is indicative of the real estate market at large, that there might be problems here. But let me just kind of call out uh, a quote I read from um, Jeremy Waxman, who is the COO Mm -hmm. of Zillow. he has essentially said, "We have not been, and I'm speaking as Zillow, we have not been exempt from the market capacity issues uh, that the economy at large has been facing, and we have an operational backlog for renovations, for closings, and for all the different things that it takes to get these transactions across the finish line." Right. So, Zillow is not a uh, is not saying anything really specific here, other than. We got work and we don't have people to do it, right? Yeah. Which is not uncommon across the, the economy right now. A lot of people are finding these sorts of labor shortages to be a problem. We are interrupting this, you know, the supply chain of human capital here uh, across our economy in a lot of different industries. This is not a shocker to me. But what I think people need to um, keep in mind here is that I buying as a whole has accelerated by i mean it's on a magnitude it's like multiple magnitudes through the through 2021 is and it's expected to continue to crush in 2022 just because zillow is not doing this doesn't mean we should think that this is going away that this is the the ship is changing direction here open door another really big i buying platform has uh, one poked fun a little bit at Zillow on this, just sending out a tweet that says we're open for business. Come on over. Uh, and two, the estimates um, for uh, I buyer inventory for 2022 actually went up last week. So um, don't read the tea leaves too hard on this. If anything, I think Zillow is just being strategic here. They are covering the bases. They're they're cashing in the chips that they've got right now. They're going to regroup um, probably Q two of 2022 and see where the landscape looks like. I'm not reading anything into this other than um, this is this is normal economy effects happening here.
0: Yeah, I I would again not being uh, as knowledgeable about the industry, of course, as as you and, and many other experts. Um, but my my intuition is is telling me. and and, and having visited uh, Zillow's uh, New York headquarters, um, and and having met with with some of their senior leaders, not not the very very top, but but people who seem to know um, sort of the the direction of the company, um, I know that that it is their corporate maxim. And I used to work in, in technology, so I can appreciate this. And I and I was able to sort of see that I believe it was a very authentic sort of conversation where where we I sat down with them um, and, and they said our customer experience is everything. It's beyond everything. If we don't provide a great experience for the customer, then they're never coming back to our site, which of course is sort of, you know, uh, just tech 101 for customer service, but in in user experience. So if that's the case where the iBuying sort of process is jammed because of a labor shortage or whatever reason in, in that sort of chain of processes, um, they're, they're going to pull it because that's, they have, they have the, the top spot, uh, for online, you know, real estate public access, and they don't want anything to disrupt that. And it probably makes sense for them just to pause. I buying, if they're not going to deliver that, that top experience, again, that's, Um, that's a really sort of obvious thing. Um, but, but, but I suspect there's a lot of realtors that go, Hey, they're, they're listening to us and we don't, you know, a lot of, realtors don't like. Uh, Zillow for for various reasons, and maybe some are celebrating, thinking, "Oh, now they want to put more focus back on on the agent partnerships." Um, I'm not so sure if that that factors in. It, it, I read that same article or that same quote from from Jeremy Waxman, and it seems that unless he's not being fully transparent, it appears that a, a labor shortage would make sense. I, I know a lot of restaurants are, are dealing with that, even here in Chicago and, and across the country. Um, we just had a top uh, pizza place, one of the very top pizza places. In Chicago um, on all the lists of best places to, to, uh, to, to eat for pizza. Um, it was a nice place. And they put out a um, they had to close down temporarily. And the guy said, mm-hmm. I've never in my life put out an ad for a server. And we, he goes, We even pay more than most places. And I got mm-hmm. one response in 30 days.
1: And, and so, um, you know, that's just a one little example, but there's labor yeah. shortages going on all over. Yeah, it's so wild, and and you know, it's not it's not a shock to to think that this would we'd start to see the effects of this in our industry. Um, in fact, if you really think about it, seeing these ancillary kind of orbital businesses and business models um, to the traditional residential real estate transaction that makes sense that we would start to see these effects in those orbital industries first. So, um, you know, the only thing that I think um, real estate agents should be kind of perking their ears up about this is if this is a systemic thing, meaning It's not just a temporary blip in labor. This is becoming a systemic availability of resources here. We may see the iBuyer model shift a little bit, at least when it comes from Zillow. And because Zillow really is the sun in the sky when it comes to online real estate presence, that could have some downstream effects for how iBuying is done in general. But at this point... I am not crying. You know, the sky is not falling at all when it comes to iBuying. Real estate agents should expect that iBuying will be present and happening um, into 2022, certainly. Um, And frankly, I I think it's going to be Memorial Day where we see um, uh, Zillow announce, hey, by the way, we're back iBuying. And by the way, we're going to be doing it in 15 more markets. So I guess we'll, you know, only time will tell, but uh, I think it's a little too soon to be crying wolf on that just yet. I almost wonder, too,
0: if it would be interesting in a future episode if you and I did some digging to see if there are any sort of reputable studies or estimations on what an iBuyer, the profile of an iBuyer looks like. And, and mm, we can yeah. determine whether there's any opportunity there for, for realtors to you know, step in at least if Zillow is temporarily pausing, there may be some action steps there to make sure you're having conversations with your clients about what iBuying is, the pros, the cons. Obviously, for realtors, um, there's a, there's a that's a really easy conversation to have around, mm-hmm. you know, what iBuying is, which is really no different of a transaction than working with a realtor, except it's a little faster and possibly the uh, you know the the, the Profit to the to the seller might might be less, um, but to have that understanding so that they don't accidentally find themselves in uh, you know browsing websites you know maybe they have a parent that passes away and a home is left to them and they don't want it and you know now they're searching around for how do you get rid of a house and i'm not going to call my realtor because they're here they're not in arizona and i'm in michigan um so they might not even think to contact their realtor to ask about different options so at the very least i think it's a good opportunity to talk to your clients about hey you may have seen some some information in the last few years about i buying and i just wanted to give you again it's a great reason to pick up the phone i don't know that most of your clients will necessarily be that interested in that conversation but it could be an article you send them it could be you know a text or, or something but uh, i think most of the public has no idea what i buying is i would say unless you're in this industry i don't know why you would even know about it unless you were exploring it so it's a good thing to maybe yep. bring up and educate your your clients
1: about 100% and you know I, I think to me that's that's the real value call out if i'm an agent who's working in you know every town usa I'm looking for value to provide my clients this right here is one of the three key pieces of evidence that is um, you know, that successful top producers consistently deliver. This is evidence of um, the three key pieces are evidence of knowledge, evidence of activity and evidence of success. When you send a little article like this to your clients um, and, you know, add two lines of your, of your, of your own kind of, uh, you know, commentary and thought on this, you are, in about thirty seconds, demonstrating evidence of knowledge and evidence of activity. You know what's going on, and you're actively, you know, investing in uh, conversations that happen with your clients or your past clients or your prospects. These are the sorts of things that move your relationships down the pipeline. So, so you know, find there's a great article on MarketWatch, on uh, Wall Street Journal, on CNBC. Copy it paste it drop it into a text message or an email or a facebook message add two little sentences about what you think about this you'll be shocked at how the conversation starts there
0: Great. Well, let's let's shift gears and talk about tech prediction or your top tech prediction for twenty twenty two. And I, I do want to just say that um, I have always, and again, just been I've read it, read articles over over the over many years. And it seems in about the last five years, I kept reading about this tech real estate bubble that was ready to burst. I never totally understood what that meant, but it seems to be that maybe. Uh, The idea was that there are so many service providers in in the real estate industry, um, a lot of tech service providers, and they're all competing uh, just, you know, uh, for our listeners, you know, just think about the number of emails you get around CRMs, for example, or lead gen providers, or you know, advertising companies that can help you with your advertising or marketing. Um, Boy, it's 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 almost endless and infinite, it seems. But if there has been a tech bubble burst, I certainly for real estate, I certainly haven't noticed it. Um, It seems to be as strong as ever and almost maybe more players enter the space. Um, So um, I know maybe we haven't seen a huge bubble bursting yet there. uh, But um, let's talk about your number one pick for what what you think is going to be most impactful to realtors and the public uh,
1: for 2022. Yeah, you betcha, and, and you know what? I'm just going to go on record saying right now, this is a presentation that I'm I'm just going to tease you a little bit. I'm going to give you some of the top level, and if you want to hear the really juicy bits, you're going to have to come see me at Nar because I'm going to I'm going to be presenting on this. But my yes. prediction, my number one prediction um, for uh, uh, you know uh, what's going to happen in 2022 from the from the desk of a real estate technologist, the number my number one prediction is that the company that will leverage the biggest impact on the residential real estate market in 2022 it's not zillow it's not some crm it's not some it's not even a real estate brokerage the company with the biggest impact on the real estate market in 2022 is going to be airbnb and let me tell you why the rise of investing, civilian investing on platforms like Robinhood or Public or Fundrise or, or or Webull, these have fueled the momentum that people have in the thought that I can be an investor and it's not just in the stock market companies like Airbnb make it so we can be proper. We can be real estate investors. You don't have to work on wall street. You can live on main street and you can be a real estate investor when you own an income property and Airbnb has, they have not just greased the skids. They have dumped the grease all over the ground and now they're swimming in it to get from, to get every day mom and pop, um, Uh, property owners to become property investors and there is a significant on-ramp to airbnb's growth in 2022 and i'm going to give you one stat to prove what i mean by this first of all i guess it's two stats the first stat is airbnb projects that they're going to add nearly 25 percent new inventory in the next 18 months, 25%. You think about there's going to be, there's going to be for every listing, for every four listings on, currently on Airbnb, we're going to see a new one in, tw- in the next 18 months. That's do, do, we, in- do we know if that's just US or if that, because I know
0: certain certain other countries have, are, have been slowly being rolled out to
1: Airbnb. So I didn't know if we knew if that was just US or if that was ac- across the globe. That's a good question. I don't have a specific confirmation one way or the other on this, but I don't believe it is um, the way that I read this stat. It was not um, Airbnb is entering new markets. Yeah, it is Airbnb is building their inventory in existing markets. I mean, so it, it makes
0: f- it makes perfect sense. My my sister has a uh, a property, an investment property that she bought. She is not a uh, a big real estate investor. In fact, this mm-hmm. is. Well, I take it back. She has. They have two properties now, but, um, but, but this again is not their primary job. They, her and her husband have have traditional jobs, and the Airbnb think made so much sense for her because. Uh, with where she lives and this property is, is uh, about a mile from where she lives in Tampa um, but but regardless she's able to cover her monthly nut her her mortgage um, and, and you know various expenses within and again it, I, it all depends on how much you put down and what you're what your uh, loan you know you're, you're borrowing and all, all of that but um, for putting a pretty minimal investment down, she was able with Airbnb to pay that month monthly nut off in, I think it's six days a month. So even though it would be a lot less work, although it really isn't much work, she has a cleaning crew and and you know basically just goes and takes a look at it every every so often. Um, other than that, you know, it runs itself essentially, and she doesn't even have to keep it fully staffed or you know, fully occupied. So for her, it makes all the sense in the world to continue to do Airbnb uh, versus long-term renters. And I suspect there's a lot of people that are wising up to that sort of same situation.
1: 100%. 100%. You know, and like, let's also add to this mix the fact that in 2022, we are expected The world, you know, travel organizations across the world are expecting travel to return to near pre-pandemic levels in 2022. And the website hospitalitytech.com rates the current consumer confidence in hotel safety at C minus. Guess what the rating is for private vacation rentals? That's got to be 90% plus or I'm sorry, like an A or whatever. Yeah, it'd be close. B, B plus. Yeah, People feel significantly more safe in uh, private vacation rentals than they do in hotels and in traditional travel, which is going to drive the profitability of these short-term rentals up even higher than it is right now. We're going to see incredible demand. We're going to see continued reasons for property owners who are in the Airbnb system to never even think about selling. Why in the world would you sell a like your like your sister a near um set it and forget it money making machine in fact you would be silly if you are in a market right now where you're making money with Airbnb, you would be crazy if you didn't consider the idea of like, okay, well, what if I took my Airbnb profits from this year and I used them for a down payment for a second Airbnb? All of a sudden, I could be making twice this. Why stop there? Why not get four units or 10 units or 20 units? And the fact is, there is an incredible subculture that exists online that is all about Airbnb hacking and it is growing like crazy. And I don't want to... Again, I'm I'm pretty fired up about this. I'm going to be speaking at length about this at both Triple Play and at NAR. So, if you want to hear more about this, you want to argue with me and tell me I'm I'm wrong and I'm crazy, please come do that because there's a whole bunch more to the story. We're just at the tip of the iceberg here. And if you aren't really
0: that familiar with real estate investing, whether it is long term or short term, like uh, Airbnb, um, take a look at what house hacking is because this. Is primarily being learned about online. This is, you know, regular consumers hearing about this, watching discussions online, watching YouTube and TikTok and Instagram, uh, and and really under trying to understand what this process is. And it's it's probably not spoken a- enough about from realtors to their clients, predominantly because we can understand that realtors may feel that that is outside of sort of their daily t- sort of to processes for working with clients, but it's something that your clients will likely find on their own. This is just my guess. Um, And Mm -hmm. you want to be the person that maybe has that conversation with them first before they start getting that information elsewhere and maybe not think to ask you the professional about it.
1: Totally true. Totally true. This is an opportunity for clients, for for consumers, right now there is this new wave of consumer empowerment. The knowledge, the information, the strategies, the the uh, the step by steps are all out there, and and they're being produced by more and more savvy people. Um, you know, this this content is being produced by more and more savvy content producers who, frankly, yeah. do a better job of telling the story than most real estate professionals. Because I hate to admit it. Most real estate professionals, they know their contracts back and forth, but they're shitty marketers. I'm sorry, I didn't know if I was supposed to swear, but I just am so fired up about this. <laughs> we'll allow it. Just, most most real estate. I mean, oh, let's let's look at most real estate agents, and I'm not talking about the top producers who who have all of their stuff figured out perfectly i'm talking about the other 90 percent of real estate agents they have a pretty good knowledge base of the real estate industry but they're crummy marketers because we're not marketers we're real estate agents um and so most of us don't know how to produce this content to give our clients the education that they need well guess who's stepping in and talking about airbnb savvy marketers savvy uh, production people who are, who are putting this information out there, it is up to real estate agents. And this is, my, this is my call to action here on this particular tip. It is up to real estate agents in this moment and in this scenario to demonstrate your value to your clients in real and tangible ways. Don't wait for them to go to YouTube and learn about how they can produce income from a property they already own. You talk to them about that you talk to them about the strategies they should be learning and they should be using because guess what you are their real estate advisor not johnny on the spot on youtube who has no license no liability and absolutely no accountability if his advice is crap and it you know sends your client into financial ruin i hope that that doesn't happen but you have the chance to step in and be the expert here. Airbnb is going to happen and it's going to boom in 2022. Get ahead of that right now. And also you you just la- you really never
0: want your clients to be your your let's talk about buyers for example. You don't want your buyer or really, or seller, uh, but but certainly um, your client, you don't want them at a cocktail party talking to their friends. They just bought or sold something. And they said, you know, I was gonna do that, um, but my agent talked to me about this idea of house hacking or short-term rentals and the other, y- your client then goes, oh, really? I don't know what that means. Like, what did it tell me about that. And then all of a sudden they're now hearing it from a non-expert you know expert source. And so I would say before you work with, especially with your buyers, Definitely have that conversation before you go show them property. Say, "Hey, I know we're looking at a single family home in, in a suburban neighborhood that you guys are going to live at for the next twenty years, but just in case you're not familiar, are you are you aware of what you know this idea of, of house hacking is? And I just want to make sure you're aware of it, and then you know you guys can tell me if it, you want to learn more about it. But I would say that you'd be doing your your clients a huge service so that they don't feel like, huh, my agent never mentioned that. That sounds kind of cool. Um, mm-hmm. So Anyway, little action stuff there. Yeah. Before we get to our last topic, which is going to be in, about an article Chris uh, recently published on The Close about seven important lessons from top producers, I want to do a quick shout out to our uh, beloved sponsor. We are so grateful to have follow-up boss uh, supporting our show. Let me just tell you a little bit about follow-up boss. Now, after interviewing hundreds of top producers in the country, uh, do you know which CRM is used by more of our guests than any other? Well, it's follow-up boss. And let's face it, following up is the key to taking your business to the next level. Follow-up boss will help you drive more leads in less time with less effort. Don't take my word for it. Robert Slack, who runs the number one team in the United States uses Follow-Up Boss, and he's built a $1.5 billion real estate business in six years. Uh, Follow-Up Boss integrates with over 250 different systems. Also, this includes lead providers, so you can keep your current tools and those lead sources. Also, they have seven-day-a-week support, which we know is important as a realtor because uh, your Saturdays and Sundays tend to be pretty busy for agents, and if you need to get that support, you can do that from them. And get this, Follow-Up Boss is so sure you're going to, love their CRM, that for a limited time, they're offering Keeping It Real listeners a 30-day free trial. Now, this is twice as much time as they give every other person that signs up for a free trial. And oh yeah, no credit card required. Don't you love free trials without credit cards? Um, And they're they're just so confident you're going to use them. They'll let you try it for 30 days and you're going to end up giving them your credit card because you love it so much. Um, But only if you use the special link, which is followupboss.com forward slash real again followupboss.com forward slash real visit there for your free 30 day trial follow up like a boss with follow up boss thank you chris um back to our show here what is uh, what are some of the lessons that you have uh, you just recently spoke to some top producers um mm-hmm. big and these are not uh, these are top producers that have been top producers for some time so these are uh, agents who are didn't just you know ride some sort of wave in the last year uh, since uh, covid has has obviously propelled uh, most realtors business these are people that have weathered some of these ups and downs um and so tell us a little bit about what you learned
1: yeah definitely i want to i want to tease this a little bit definitely come to the come to the close.com Check it out. There's an article, seven important lessons new agents can learn from old school realtors. And I, I, there's a couple of insights I just want to share. But before I do, I just want to say follow up boss. I like you guys. I I really am a big fan of, uh, especially of your reporting your audit, your, your agent accountability, your collaboration tools. I This is not a plug. Follow up boss is not paying me to say this. I genuinely like this about them. And so I just want to throw this out there um follow up us call me man send me a tweet or something let's talk a little bit because i'd like to look into to what you guys are doing a little bit more you're doing some cool stuff okay so back to back to the important lessons i talked to some some uh some top producers from across the country uh i really just wanted to ask them if you had a new agent sitting in your office and you could give them one piece of advice what would you give them and there's a couple of cool things that that I heard. And the first one, it, honestly, it kind of everything kind of starts and ends with this particular piece of advice. It's from Eva Lynn, who is a, a broker in Pasadena. Um, uh, she's got her own uh, boutique brokerage there, and her advice is be obsessed with your clients' experience. Yeah. And I just loved the words she chose here. Be obsessed with your client's experience. Don't just care about it. Don't just put it on a spreadsheet somewhere where you can check a box, yes or no, positive or negative. Be obsessed. Be be. Get up at night occasionally thinking about your client's experience. Because as real estate agents, we've made a commitment to put our client's needs before our own before before others we are their fiduciary here we are shepherding them through the, some of the most financially important and impactful moments of their life you should be obsessed with the experience that they are having with you i really thought that that was that was valuable and it actually kind of led into um, another piece of advice: um, a guy named Link Moser, who founded a um, real estate uh, group called Experience Home Group. Excuse me, Experience Homes Group yeah. in New Hampshire. He told me that if he could give agents one piece of advice, it would be to base your business on relationships and not on technology. And these two pieces of advice felt so organic with one another because. I'm going to be honest with you. I love technology. I love the tools. I love all the bells and whistles. I love platforms like you know, Follow a Boss and all their automation and, and, and analytics tools and other CRMs and email marketers and predictive analytics. This is a table I eat at. And frankly, I catch my paychecks based on these guys. So I like all that stuff. But if you're basing your business on your tools and not on your relationships, you are only going to last so long. Businesses that are built on relationships last forever. These are the businesses you can hand down to the next generation. If you are building your business based on the, you know, Zillow premier agent or based on a particular CRM or on MailChimp, if that's your business, you only have so many transactions in you, but if you build your business based on relationships, your business lasts forever.
0: Yeah, it's so true. And, and just to, to, for our listeners um obviously we know this but i want you to think about how we absolutely know that this idea of authentic communication and authentic sort of vulnerability which really we're talking about intimacy here it, it's trying to um trying to build intimacy between you and your contacts and your clients and here's some evidence that this is Really, super prominent now in, in at least American culture. Which just look at the state of advertising. Advertising has finally figured out that what people, what 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 consumers want is authentic, intimate communication as best as possible between these big corporate, you know, um, you know, product and service providers. So you'll see it in the advertising. You see a lot more sort of less selling and more sort of connecting and or trying to connect the super Bowl is a great example is ads tend to uh, which the super Bowl's coming up in, in about what three or four months and you'll see a lot of funny ads and you'll see a lot of really um very sort of intimate and vulnerable ads and those are the ads that people talk about are the funny ones and and, and the vulnerable ones so this is an opportunity for you to move uh, uh, not necessarily away from the technology, but to realize that personal phone call, which nobody does anymore, right? Phone calls, I mean, realtors still do, but this idea of picking up the phone and just checking in, seeing how your client or your your previous client, call them on the home anniversary and say, hey, remember when we first saw this house and then a year ago you actually closed? That was a cool day. And hey, I have a picture of that day. Let me send it to you, right? Th- these are some really fun opportunities that technology has a hard time replicating that you can step in and do yourself. I also, I had one other point, Chris, I wanted to make about the client experience, um, which was the first tip that you had from, from Evelyn. Um, Mm -hmm. that is, you know, if you're thinking, well, how do I get obsessed about my client experience? My suggestion would be to find some realtors in your local market, especially if you're a new agent and this, this, uh, advice is for, of course, all agents, but specifically the article is sort of tips from 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 experienced producers to to new agents. Um, find people that are experienced, and I, if it was me, I would grab a notebook and I would say, okay. Uh, you know, there's seven steps in the home buying process or however many steps you've identified and same thing Mm -hmm. with home selling. And I would talk to these experienced agents and say, what are the most common questions, concerns, and feelings that people hit on every one of these steps? And what do you recommend that I say to preemptively um, sort of address these so that the client isn't laying at night worried about this and maybe embarrassed to ask me or just doesn't think to ask me? Because if you're obsessed with your client experience, you're obsessed with what what they're going through every Mm -hmm. step of the process. And so if you're new and you're like, I don't really know. Well, of course you don't know ask people who are ask your managing broker, ask, you know, shadow somebody, but just sit and, and, and get, take some notes. And if you can know that, then when you hit those particular stages in a transaction, you can just literally follow the script that you've created and say, Hey, at this step, a lot of my clients start to get a little nervous about X, Y, and Z, or mm-hmm. they, they start to feel a certain way. And I want to just go through, you know, and, and you can kind of go from there, but just having that conversation means you're obsessed with a client experience. And um, it kind of goes back to that same question suggestion about telling your clients about airbnb and and house hacking like if you're not doing it they might be experiencing it on their own and then you don't
1: have control over how they experience it yeah yeah without a doubt without a doubt it's i mean honestly this conversation starts and ends with with this point here there's a lot of other stuff we can talk about in between and you should definitely check out the article there's a lot of uh, good information here from really cool people who are doing really cool stuff in their business um but at the end of the day the best advice that, that old school agents have for new, for new um, realtors is be obsessed with that client experience, build your business around those relationships and you'll, your business will last forever. And I, I should mention too, we have
0: a link to this article in the show notes. So feel free to, uh, to find it there or just visit theclose.com. But I, I will mention um, in, in this article, this is particularly interesting because Chris said that, that this article idea came from a conversation that, that Chris had with uh, one of the Close Pro members. Um, and with, it's a really good place to talk about what the Close Pro is and why our listeners should consider checking it out.
1: Yeah, absolutely. If you are new to The Close, uh, welcome. Come on over. TheClose.com. Super easy, Got all sorts of great information there. Tons of content that's going to help you level up your real estate business. If you want to take that to the next level, you can check out the close pro the close pro is our premium subscription service it's 35 bucks a month um, or the equivalent of 25 dollars a month uh if you if you go with the annual package and with the close pro you get this incredible resource library that is packed full of dozens of um scripts and templates and uh long-form strategy guides you get access to all of our most popular courses like six simple systems to transform your real estate business. Um, our most recent course, which is extraordinarily popular. We're getting a ton of awesome feedback on our Facebook and Instagram crash course, get in there, learn about Facebook and Instagram, figure out what you're doing wrong, get started uh, all together. There's so much cool stuff. And, um, this particular course is taught, um, uh, by, uh, by two women, Sophia and Sarah, and these two, their, their energy is literally so infectious. I watched the, uh, the recording after they did this live and I was pumped up just from the recording. I mean, there's just so much really high quality stuff happening in the closed pro, um, 35 bucks a month. You get access to all of this stuff. Come try it out for, for a month, or if you're ready to dive in, make that annual, uh, that annual commitment, Um, and we are adding new courses, new things to the resource library, uh, and of course on demand, um, and live coaching sessions, uh, with me, with other real estate, other coaches that we've got at the close pro there is uh, so much happening there. So if you want to take your business and your close experience to the next level, come check us out on the close pro and we can't wait to see you there.
0: Awesome. Well, everyone who is listening, if you are heading out to triple play on the East coast, or to the NAR conference in San Diego this uh, this November, uh, definitely uh, look up Chris. He is one of the speakers at both of those events, both those conferences. And I will also be roaming around as a participant, like you, uh, like our listeners. So if you want to meet me and say hi, I will be available as well. Just shoot us uh, shoot us a message, and we would both like to say hi to you. Um, And on behalf of our listeners, we want interviewers. I want to thank Chris as per usual. He's been with us for many years now, I think a couple at least. And he always brings amazing content to our show. We are super grateful. And clearly he provides great content because uh, again, he is speaking at three conferences here in the next month and a half or so. So we're super honored to also have him um, giving up his his valuable time to be on our show. So thank you, Chris, as per usual from uh, myself and of course the rest of the audience. And on behalf of Chris and myself, we want to thank the audience for continuing to support The close by visiting, subscribing to their newsletter, checking out The Clothes, Pro and just reading their articles, they're so in- incredibly good. They're they're really um, from our from my perspective as a marketer, they're the best. Um, you know, sort of marketing, branding, uh, and it's not just marketing and branding, but that is a, a good chunk of what they do is really designed around you building your business and a lot about customer experience as well. Um, they they just write about everything that's important to know uh, as a realtor, and and they're really I think are uh, really the best resource out there, and it's free. Like ninety nine percent of it is free, so go check it out out. Um, so on behalf of the audience, we thank Chris and on behalf of Chris and myself, we thank the audience. And by the way, please also help support our sponsor follow-up boss by checking out that free trial. That's keeping, sorry, that is forward slash real, uh, for your free 30 day trial and check out the close.com. And, uh, we will see everybody on the next episode. And if you are, uh, heading to NAR, just let us know. We'd like to say hi. So thanks Chris.
1: You're welcome, DJ. I forgot to mention we have. I have a special offer that I wanted to throw out there. If you are interested in the Close Pro, we just got this set up. I'm, I'm sorry I forgot to mention it before. You can go to the close.com slash chris and you can get um, fifty dollars off an annual membership. Um, it'll give you uh, give you some more information about the Close Pro. Um slash chris c h r i s fifty bucks off an annual membership. Um, this is something we want to do for, uh, for, for you here at, at uh, keeping it real. And anybody who comes, comes and checks this stuff out, talk to me about it. Come use my promo code, get 50 bucks off on me. And that's like a month and a half
0: free. So, or, or close to a month oh, and a half free. It. So, basically, an even, even better deal. So, yeah. And we will have that link in the show notes. But again, right. that's theclose.com forward slash Chris for your you $50 off annual membership. So, check it you out, guys. It. It's worth it. It just is awesome. Um, awesome, Chris. Well, thanks so much. We, we thank everyone for listening and watching, and we will see you next time.
1: Thanks, TJ. See you soon.